Welcome to the Industry Insider, brought to you by Promo Corner. Each week, promotional product professionals Meg Erber, Jeff Franklin, and Stephen McFadden, along with special guests, will discuss industry news, trends, and events with a focus on educating the promotional products industry. The Industry Insider, the nerdy news you need to know. Welcome back to yet another exciting episode of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Hidware USA, and I'm joined today by my two co-hosts, Meg Erber and Stephen McFadden. But of course, before we get to them, we got to tell you about our fine sponsors for this episode, uh, our great friends over at Greater Pacific. Uh, they're your full-service creative agency. Their experience comes from the experience of thousands of custom projects complete. Uh, completed for clients for over two decades now with expertise in promotional products and advertising specialties industry, custom OEM, product design, project management, CPSIA compliance, product testing, and full service logistics. They've done it all and become more effective with every opportunity. Uh, Greater Pacific creates the ultimate manufacturing experience for their clients. So go visit them at greaterpacific.com today. Tell them the Industry Insider sent you. Um, why don't we say hi to uh, Meg in the car, Erber. Meg, how are you today? <laughs> Oh, so busy. So busy. Thank you guys yeah. for jumping on a little early today. I had a, I knew my meeting that's next will run over and I didn't want to miss the show today. So thank you. Yeah. So we are uh, un unfortunately pre-recorded today, but it is today still. It is uh, just an hour before we would normally go live, um, but just had to, uh, to amend the schedule a little bit. Stephen McFadden, how are you doing today? Doing great. Awesome. Glad to, that's <laughs> it. Glad to hear it. I am uh, office Stephen today. Office um, Steven, yes. Yep. Do you guys Stay have uh, promo cruise FOMO, Steven, since you're not on it this time? You know, a little bit. <laughs> like, I, I want to say, you know, oh, yes. But, you know, I, I, I understand that, you know, it needs to be a rotation of people. It's, it'd be like if I had you know, FOMO every time there was a power meeting or, you know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> I, I, I do, like, I want to go to all of them, but I understand the process. So I don't, yeah. but it is a little different, you know, knowing I can't go on the boat, you know, so, know. Um, but I'm excited to maybe in the future send some, some people from our team too, so they can experience it and spread the wealth. So. Oh, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if I uh, if I weren't getting ready to uh, whisk my wife away on a nice exotic uh, long weekend getaway next weekend for a special birthday, uh, then I would probably have a little bit more FOMO. But I'm I'm okay right now. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, look, it's cold outside, so anything that's uh, you know, Ooh, it's Caribbean or, or whatever is much much more exciting than being uh, freezing cold. So. Yeah, well, we've got a cool, uh, a cool episode for you planned today. Um, but before we dive into the episode, uh, we have a very special announcement that we're going to be making in about two weeks, uh, live on the podcast. So if you've ever tuned into the podcast, the Industry Insider, we need you to tune in live, if at all possible, on November twenty second. Got a very, very large announcement to make there. Probably the largest we've ever made, wouldn't you say, Stephen? Like in the and it affects everybody, like everybody, right? <laughs> I think the largest announcement was when we brought you on board. Oh, Aww. <laughs> 
You're the best. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> anyway. I think this is, uh, this is, you know, potentially larger than that news, though. Uh, potentially larger than that. So make sure you tune in. I uh, would love to have, you know, a nice large audience for those announcements. Um, but ultimately, we've got a great show for you today. And uh, so basically, we're, we're launching sort of Stephen's initiative with the the whole, uh, you know, the, the news. Um, I forget what we actually coined uh, for, for this specific uh, <laughs> segment. But uh, basically, just wanted to launch into some of the news uh, around the industry. And, uh, you know, look, there's you know some timely announcements to be made anyways. Uh, Meg, you had mentioned something about Donald's retiring from Halo, right? Yeah, I think we could probably drop into the, like jump into the um, personal moves that we saw. We saw Don Olds. Congratulations on your retirement. That's amazing. She is a wonderful woman who's done so much for this industry and for Halo and uh, super excited for her. Um, and I think there was another one, Stephen, that you had mentioned. Yeah, uh, guest of the podcast or guest of the show, uh, Kevin Mullaney. Uh, Mr. Sad taken, Five himself. Yep, yep. Has taken a new role over as a national accounts manager at snugs so he had exited promo and he's back so couldn't stay away <laughs> and now he's on the supplier side which is cool because yep. he, was, he was a distributor before yeah yeah super happy for him and um i appreciate that he he tagged me in his post so now i i'm getting all 700 plus likes and hearts that he's been getting on his announcement but bless uh, it shout out to him Congrats to him. <laughs> yeah, that's that may have been strategic, you know? It, it was. It was. We, we There's a lot to it, but uh, we'll just leave it at. Um, I'm glad he's back, and he's, it's well-deserved. Yeah, Snugs is lucky to have him, for sure. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a great mm -hmm. partnership there. <clears throat> we'll definitely have to get him back on the show at some point. Yeah. Um, for sure. So yeah, why don't why don't we launch into uh, veterans and promo and and why oh, yeah. their background sort of fit the industry's demands? I know that was a a, a topic that just came out on PPAI's news link. Um, and I think we we always do a segment every year on Veterans Day, and we always thank the veterans in our industry. Um, and it's funny that you bring this up, Jeff. Johnny, uh, the actual uh, author of the article, or the whoever wrote it, um, he reached out to me for my per my perception, and I was like, he, he's. He's like, hey, is there anyone else? I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Tommy Lewis from Halo. We had him on here before. But basically, he wanted to know um, why their backgrounds really fit into this industry as well as they did. And like, like, and then asked me my opinions. Like, why, why were you successful? What attributed to that? And a lot of it comes to the similarities between the two, right? I mean, obviously, not everyone is cut out for the military, but not everyone's cut out for the promo industry. The one thing that I found that was really welcoming was the community that the promotional product um, industry offered. It is a big community, uh, just like just like the Navy, just like the Navy was. Um, so, you know, I think with all the hats that I've worn as well in the industry that also, you know, relayed from being in the military, being able to have those leadership skills that were instilled to me, you know, the fight or flight instincts that were instilled to me, I think, you know, we are under a, a lot of stress in these jobs sometimes, you know, a lot of time it's fun, but a lot of times it's, it can be stressful. And I think it's, it's how you deal with that. Um, that kind of makes you the person that you are. And a lot of those skills I did develop in the military. So uh, I would just highly recommend checking out that, that article if you guys haven't um, and including anyone that's listening, because it's really, really good. And it talks about why you should hire veterans um, and all the examples. And it's not just me um, contributing to that article. There are several people, including Maurice uh, Norris from PPAI. I forgot that he was a veteran. So 
definitely check that out. I think that came out yesterday. Um, and tomorrow yeah. is Veterans Day. So happy Veterans Day. Like we had Day a, to- because yeah. I, you'd, you'd mentioned how we, we every year try to do, you know, sort of a, a military, uh, whether it's Veterans Day or Memorial Day, something along those lines to, to try to bring some veterans onto the podcast. And I, didn't you bring on, was it Tommy Lewis from Halo that you had brought onto yeah. the podcast at once? At one time, yeah. he was quoted in here as well, I saw. Um, yeah, he yeah. does a lot with the transition. <laughs> so I thought he would be a great person to interview for that because it's that's literally his bread and butter. So I'm really glad that Johnny reached out to him because he has so much insight to offer. Yeah, I see one of the things in here that, that was quoted was structured yet <laughs> dynamic, which is, you know, one of those overlapping skills. You know, obviously you get a ton of structure from the military, which is incredibly uh, you know successful regardless of what you do in life. But, um, you know, that dynamic aspect of it as well is super helpful. So, yeah, very cool article. Definitely go check that out. Um, so, and yeah, I see here where Meg Erber, uh, hashtag <laughs> online 18, uh, was quoted uh, in this article as well. Imagine that, our very own. Your very own, you know. Our very go. own. <laughs> All right. What do we want to launch into next? There's a couple things. We've got uh, we've got Oprah making the news and promo for some reason. Uh, you know, we've got AI's role in the promo growth despite some some you know possible setbacks or disadvantages. And, Oprah. Um, I want to know about Oprah. Yeah. You so want to know about I Oprah? Yeah, I want to know because she has like a things list, right? So let's talk about that. I Her think favorite pretty, things. Pretty important. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So there was a favorite thing here. I didn't actually get a chance to read this article. So you'll have to bear with me as I sort of uh, flip through it here. But um, I guess Therabody was was the product or Uh, or the supplier that sort of made her list of favorite things. Um, It doesn't surprise me. They were on the pitch with me. And what a great product. I would love to have that in my office or given to me as a gift or something as a promotional product. It's amazing. Actually, Ronnie, Ronnie, uh, Ronnie Wright's company, the book, the book company, is listed in here as well. So Therabody and the book company were were highlighted and made the cut again. Uh, I guess this is two years running now, uh, which is pretty cool. Congratulations, Ronnie! Well deserved. Well deserved. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So I guess this is a thing that um, that Oprah's doing every year now, uh, where she talks about Oprah's favorite things list. It's an annual feature that drives major major sales. <clears throat> for both for, for and boost the product sales that uh, that she spotlights so uh that's pretty awesome to to have that sort of little tick box or box tick. and i would i would love to hear back from ronnie and then the therabody guy if this actually does boost their, their sales like if they see mm. anything from i would you know it's interesting because we're in a promo market it's a little bit different when when <clears throat> someone like oprah is recommending your product right does that make yeah. distributors like want to go out and and find out more information about it or maybe they didn't know about it and now they want to include it into their projects or promotions or well, i know that when she had like the book club and stuff back in the day it was like if you got her stamp you were basically guaranteed to be a bestseller uh like the next oh wow or something like that it was it was pretty crazy um but yeah i'm, I'm looking through some of the lists here um I saw that Stag EKG, the electric kettle. I actually met them at uh, the expo um, earlier this year as well. Um, so there's a there's a handful of items that I'm seeing in here that are showing up in promo, which is pretty neat. I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah, and several cool. of them are actual actual suppliers or products within our industry. Uh, like I saw, like you had mentioned, you're going through the list. There's fellow products in here as well. Uh, I guess they've got mm-hmm. a, a tumbler, a 24-ounce uh, cold cup. Um, yeah. Corksicle. I see some corksicle items in here that I know are sold in the industry. Um, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Gymline's got a product that's listed in, in here. 
um, Galaxy more than balloons uh, with with I guess because the, they're they're selling Beats audio, uh, Beats oh, Studio wow. Pro wireless headphones, um, <laughs> and then Links Unlimited. So quite a few people uh, in our industry were spotlighted on this list. So that's pretty awesome. That's awesome. Well, congratulations, everyone! I made that list. That's that's incredible. We should probably link it in the in the chat later. Yeah, we can definitely uh, maybe maybe we can get Jessica or somebody to do that for us. But um, yeah, if you, if you haven't seen it, definitely go to ppai.org uh, and check out their uh, their media and news link um, yeah. and check it out there. But really cool stuff. Um, what do you guys want to launch into next? I feel like maybe AI since we we recently yeah. discussed that. So um, <clears throat> John Corrigan uh, just posted uh, in in the news link here: AI's role in promo grows despite uh, despite some hurdles. Um, not really quite sure what those hurdles are, but, uh, this was a, a really interesting article. Um, and, you know, obviously we, we just discussed AI sort of at length, uh, in one of our recent episodes. So, uh, what do you guys think? I think the hurdles, I'll let Steven talk on this too, but I think the hurdles are more like the safety aspect of it. I think it's just like a free for all right now, like the wild, wild west. And I think there needs to be you know, protocols in place for safety because before it does get out of hand, because right now AI is literally the wild, wild west. I've seen it with my own eyes, you know. And we, we mentioned, I think, on that episode that we did, um, I guess it was last week, right? Uh, where yeah. And we mentioned Joe Biden issuing that executive order. And I think that's one of the things that's listed or mentioned in this uh, article uh, mm -hmm. was that executive order is one of the potential setbacks. It basically establishes new standards for AI safety and security. Uh, which, I mean, I don't know that that's a, a setback. I think that's a good thing. Um, you know, we need to make sure that we keep the AI in check, you know. I agree. And I will say, though, when I love that people are using ChatGPT. I, I really do. And all their AI things. But I, I don't like when they're just copying and pasting. You can't just use yeah. it. Have you ever used, like, Dolly or any of those AI to create a design, right? For instance, it does a great job, but it sometimes it'll put words in it that don't make any sense. They're not, they're not, it doesn't make any sense, right? Like it'll, hey, help me create a logo for this beer company. And it'll say like, I don't know, something off like toilet, you know? That's what ChatGPT does too. Like it's not perfect. So when you guys are sending these copy and paste emails out all the time that I know is are not you, it's not your personality. It's just kind of, it's annoying. I don't know. It's just very badly written and, and um, I could tell. Well, and I would really like to see them take the, that idea and then make it into their own. It's almost like, you know, when, when you're a kid and you're, you're copying and pasting off the internet, you know, it's very similar. So if you guys are using it, just use it correctly. You know, you don't copy and paste. Use it to help supplement it for ideas and then put your own words to it, your own spin to it. That's all. But that's exactly why I said in that episode last week was, you know, basically I, I, everybody's worried about all these disruptors in the marketplace or, you know, being left behind and things like that. And I think the more and more people that adopt that stuff, they're, they're going to be lazy and just copy and paste like you had mentioned. So mm -hmm. I think it really opens the door for people to be creative and unique to, that, that aren't using it or to use it the right way. Um, yeah. So we said that last week. I, I think that still stands, obviously. Um, Steven, do you have anything to add with the AI or chat GPT or any of what we're dealing with right now? Yeah, I don't know exactly which what hurdles uh, are being referenced as far as the article. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think what hurdle it would be other than us. You know what I mean? Like, I think that the, the biggest hurdle for our industry has always just been that we're outdated. So is, you know, if, 
if that's the hurdle, it's it's our it's our own problem. It's not a it's not an AI problem, you know. So I I think that it's really going to be just an adoption issue more so than a technology issue. Um, this is they've got some really interesting stats in this article. Like I don't know if you guys have actually looked into this at all. But yeah. I, I would not have have thought that there's this kind of uh, adoption rate already. I mean, it says that there are 22% of distributors using uh, text for generating design ideas and also for uh, a powered AI powered chatbots. Um, that's a lot. Like that's 22% uh, already. Mm -hmm. like do you that. feel like that number's high already, or do you think that's? Mm, I think that's on par. It's, it's, really? You know, I think the twenty-two percent are really the early adapters and people that are just uh, dabbling in it. I don't think. Well, that's I a, think a the, strong twenty-two. There was something that came out. There was a futurist that we were listening to in Denver, and they were talking about the adoption and download rates for ChatGPT, the app, and it was the fastest to a billion users um, of any app ever of all time. So they said, you know, look at tech, you know, the, the newer you get in the timeline, the faster things are getting there. So, you know, Facebook obviously took a little bit of time and then all of a sudden it got there, you know, YouTube mm. was there. TikTok was like, a, you know, three or four months, but three, but it was super fast. Chat GPT was like less than a month. It was it was the fastest adopted app uh, ever, and it was something close to like eighty five percent of people have used it. That's wow. like, it's it's something like crazy. So when I look at twenty two percent, that tells me that's still that's on par with our industry. That's you yeah. know eighty five percent of the people in the you know in the world have used it or in the country have used it, and only twenty two percent of our business industry is using it. That but that still shows me the the adoption is low. For, Here's for the, the interesting yeah. thing. They, they mentioned that one third, of course, PPAI using a lot of the PPAI 100 suppliers and distributors for, for their mm -hmm. uh, research. Um, Which will be some of the more advanced companies, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, but apparently one third of the PPAI 100 suppliers and 22% of the 100 uh, distributors have experienced no significant impact after implementing the technology. So uh, yeah, not everyone's good. seeing the benefits of the AI, which, uh, you know, again, maybe they're not using it right, or maybe maybe we haven't really figured out how to quite implement it yet uh, for our industry. But that's that's a pretty interesting stat there as well. Well, when you say that, I, I guess I misinterpreted that. You're saying they, don't, they didn't see any impact, but the article's about overcoming obstacles. So my assumption would be that they haven't seen any obstacles with it. Like there's been no challenges with implementation. It's the or fraud detection are, aspect. Are I you think. saying that they're not seeing any changes in their business? Like it's yeah. not helping them? Yeah, it's basically they're not seeing any significant impacts of implementing the AI. Oh, okay. So it's not, it's no issues with implementing. No. I mean, there's, cool. there are obstacles, obviously, like, you know, additionally, 60% of suppliers compared to 13% of distributors find integrating AI with their existing systems to be an obstacle. So obviously, yes. there's some, some hurdles and that's, things like that. Um, that's going to be a challenge, yeah. That, that particular stat that I had mentioned with the one third of PBI was 100 suppliers and 22% of the distributors have basically already implemented it and not seen, you know, significant growth. So I guess that's maybe 30 or what third of the percentage of people that have already adopted it. I'm not sure exactly what those numbers yeah, are a little, bit, a little bit skewed based on, you know, just the, the verbiage there, but uh, yeah. Anyhow, um, anything else about AI or chat GPT or do you guys want to launch into the last one here? Well, I, one, one other last thing one. I wanted to, one, one other thing I wanted to say about that is that I was talking to a decorator yesterday and he was like, yeah, this, all this AI is great, but none of it's vector. 
Like I can't print any of this stuff. Well, that's not true. Together. Yeah. Well, well now if you use Adobe, so I've, I've been playing with it, but if yeah. you like Adobe has a new product that it does like, well, they all do. Right. But if once you get into illustrator and you use that aspect of it, that's been vector, but I haven't been able to yeah. find too much else. That's AI that provides vector. And then when you try to vectorize it, clean it up, it's a mess. So, all right, we can move on. That's all I wanted to say. All right. Yeah. So the last one, uh, there's a whole list of uh, other you know things that are happening or updates with different suppliers and things like that. But one that I found interesting was that Spectre & Co. is eliminating multi-line reps from its sales strategy. Okay. Um, and just, just wondering like if that's, you know, if you guys think that that's something that's going to continue to take place with more and more suppliers or, uh, cause that's, it's sort of been a highly contested or debatable, uh, idea, you know, is the whole, the whole sales strategy and what value do the multi-line reps add and things like that. And, uh, certainly not, don't want to bash any multi-line reps. Headward USA uses a lot of multi-line reps and they're very valuable to us. Uh, you know, as long as we've got the right partners in place. Um, so what do you guys think about that news? I mean, I think multi-line reps are great for like the smaller companies that don't that don't have sales reps, you know, factory reps in each designated territory or for account. I think it's a great way to maximize their exposure. Um, but once you get bigger, the need for a more detailed um, oriented or like singular rep for account is 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 necessary, right? Like I I I mean, even as a distributor, what do you how do you say it when you have multi-line reps coming in? You give them an hour and they've got 10 different brands versus, you know, one yeah. one big company comes in. So I, I really, I think, on the size of the company, but it, it still. Yeah, I think it de depends on which hat I'm wearing to, to try to evaluate this fairly. You know, like I think from my distributor perspective and the meeting perspective, I don't really like having all, the, you know, to, to try to absorb that many brands that quick, you know, like in that short period of time. from. The other perspective, though, I hate how infrequently I can see direct reps a lot of times because it's like in order for them to pay and cover for it, they have to have such huge territories, you know. So, you know, it's like, which do I want? Do I want more, you know, connectivity with people in that relationship or do I want someone that's more knowledgeable about specific things and driving certain products? So I can see both sides and I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how it goes kind of going forward. It'll be interesting to see, but it, since you guys mentioned the factor direct reps, that's it, not even Spectre's. Uh, at least it doesn't look like that's their model moving forward. Mm. It, it looks like they they listed uh, in the email communication that went out. They listed contact information for each customer's inside account manager, so they're going with an inside sales role. Uh, it looks like so that's that's interesting, and I think that's you know there's certainly a huge value in inside sales these days as well. So that that yeah. may be sort of the way things are moving forward, but. Um, that in, in, in a way is almost even more sad as far as what you were saying, Stephen, with, uh, you know, being in front of people and, you know, touching, feeling that sort of thing. So mm -hmm. just all th interesting things to see, but, um, anyhow, uh, you know, we're going to cut this one a little bit short today, but, uh, definitely had a, a great time talking with you guys about, you know, recent news in the industry. And again, tune in on November 22nd. Uh, live uh, for us. We've got some some pretty big announcements coming up. Uh, but yeah, Greater Pacific, uh, they're a direct manufacturer of custom OEM products selling to the promotional products industry with 27 plus years experience, specializing in over 10 product categories, and they can source and deliver most any product for you. Greater Pacific is full service 
uh, sourcing, <clears throat> sourcing product and managing every aspect of the production with staff on the ground in Asia and utilizing their no need, uh, or their time-tested 20-step project management pro protocol. No need to worry about quality control, product safety, CPSA compliance, or the hundreds of details related to custom manufacturing. Greater Pacific oversees every aspect for you, and the global logistics team and in-house customs brokering ensure timely, seamless delivery. This is how they provide the ultimate manufacturing experience, and they back that with claim with a 30-day product guarantee on all orders. So head over to greaterpacific.com. Com. Tell them the industry insider sent you. And uh, yeah, uh, had fun chatting with you guys today. Until next time. See you guys. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corners Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com. <laughs>